Welcome back to another episode of In Enemy Territory. Really excited for the episode today. I'm talking about my hero, Sidney Crosby. Uh, I was very lucky enough to witness his whole career so far from up close. Living in Pittsburgh all those years. Uh, he basically was a rookie when I moved to town. And hard not to fall in love with the guy. Iconic, legendary, you name it. Um, commonly referred to as the greatest hockey player in the entire world. And love the guy. The winner. He's a mensch. And he's the whole he's the whole package. So I'm very excited to be talking Sid Crosby today. He made a very memorable entrance into the league after the lockout. Um, Penguins were still led by Mario Lemieux. And it was kind of nice, you know, as Mario was on his way out, the era of Sidney Crosby was just beginning. And Sid actually lived with Mario Lemieux for the first season he, he played in Pittsburgh, which is kind of cool. Can't imagine what dinner must have been like in the Lemieux household with Sidney Crosby tucking in to dinner over there. But Penguins were, were pretty bad, not going to lie, his rookie year. But they drafted Malkin. And between Crosby and Malkin, they became a playoff team that next season, 2006 to 2007. And ever since then, haven't missed the playoffs. Although lately, past couple of years, they've been on the decline. But that's another story for another time. But Sidney Crosby, you know, once, once they got the ball rolling, he's been a force every single year, leading the team deep into the playoffs. And... You know, three-time Stanley Cup champion. They've they've been to four cups. And let me just dial it back for a minute. Let's talk a little bit about some you know some of his career accomplishments, and then I want to talk about some of my greatest Sidney Crosby memories and moments. <clears throat> Crosby was drafted first overall, and uh, he ended up being runner-up. Rookie of the Year to Alexander Ovechkin, who we'll talk about in another episode. Um, which basically is the only award Crosby has failed to win, is the Rookie of the Year, which obviously you don't get a second crack at. But he has won the MVP twice. He's won the scoring title twice. He's had the goals scoring title twice. And as Mario Lemieux used to say, the only awards that he cares about are scoring titles and Stanley Cups because they're not voted on. So, yeah, he won the MVP and he's won the Lester B. Pearson and the, the Mark Messier's awards and stuff like that, which are voted on. He doesn't care about any of those scoring titles. And three Stanley Cups with two playoff MVPs in the 16-17 back-to-back Cups. Face of the team brought them to the promised land. And really just unreal, unreal career. And not just in a classic, you know, best 
player in the league kind of way, but he really is known for his precision and his and his knowledge of the game being superior to everyone else, really just making passes that fool everybody and just doing everything with the with the utmost precision cross ice passes or collecting a pass from a teammate with his stick with his with his skate straight to his stick or just batting pucks out of midair hustling back on defense you name it Crosby does it basically better than anyone else in the league he's 30 let's say 4 34 33 years old and he's still one of the fastest players in the league. Some of the younger kids are are starting to get a little faster than him, like McDavid and and you know Matt Barzell and and a couple of those kids. But for the most part, Crosby can really still keep up at, at the ripe old age of thirty three. Um, a fun fact about his number he wears on his back at number eighty seven. His birthday is actually August seventh. 8-7-1987. I know if you're a Penguins fan, you know this already. Even if you're a general hockey fan, you probably know it. But for anyone else who, I don't know, who would be listening that isn't one of the above, but he wears 8-7 on his back for the day he was born. And he's also known to be one of the most superstitious guys out there. He, I'm pretty sure, unless it's just folklore in Pittsburgh, but he's been wearing the same cup since junior high or something like i don't know exactly when but he he doesn't change certain things if they're working and he has to tape tape and untape and retape his stick like between the end of regulation and overtime he has all these quirks but that's what makes him him and you know we we accept him for that we love him for that and even if it can be kind of gross that's his you know you do you sid um, but now I just want to talk about some of my greatest personal memories and moments. Um, cause there's, it was, you know, when I thought about it, there was, there's hundreds of, of Crosby moments, any big penguins moment in my life of living in Pittsburgh and, and, and once it, Crosby's on the team, it's, it's, it's been all about him starting center. He's, he's been the team. So. Any big moment for the team obviously involves Sidney Crosby. So I had to really narrow it down. I decided I'll talk about my my top five. Some of them are a little more personal. Some of them are a little more conventional of, of, you know, what everyone would pick. But I'm going to start off with a funny story. Um, My friend was going up to Toronto from Pittsburgh, and I'm not even sure why, but I, I was like, you know what? The Penguins are playing in Buffalo tomorrow night. You and your brother on the way back. Buffalo's kind of the halfway point or a little closer to Toronto. Stop in Buffalo. Go see our Pens. This is back when people actually went to sporting events. And he's like, you know what? That's a great idea. And, you know, my buddy Ohad, shout outs to Ohad. I hope you're listening. If you're not, you're dead. Um, Ohad and his brother stopped in Buffalo. and witnessed one of the greatest goals of Sidney Crosby's career. Basically, 10, 15 seconds left in the period. Everyone's kind of like, okay, dump the puck in deep. We'll get to the first intermission and tie game 0-0. Well, at least everyone except for Crosby thought that. Crosby takes the puck, marches end-to-end, 
splits through three defenders, and leaning to the left with one hand, his right hand on his stick, he one-handedly backhanded the puck past the goalie into the net, and it was it was just unreal. Everyone at the bar I was at just went nuts. My buddy lost his mind at the game, and it was just such a Crosby thing to do. You know, one hand on the stick, caring when no one else cared. Ten seconds left in the period, saw an opportunity to make a play, crashed the net, made it happen, went up one nothing. They won the game. Um, so that was just that's one of the greatest. You know. It was insignificant in, in the grand scheme of things, but it really was was such a Crosby moment. I, I'll never forget that. Um, so I put that as number five on my top five. Number four. Um, it wasn't per se one moment, but it was. I think it was 2018. It just seemed like every goal Crosby was scoring, he was knocking it out of the air batting it out of the air, passing it out of the air to himself, and while the puck's still in the air, knocking it in behind the goalie. He had like three or four ridiculous goals. He was scoring goals from behind the net, banking it off the goalie's back. No one does it better than Crosby. No one pays attention to the little things more so than Sid Crosby. And it just felt like in 2018, it was like every night, another ridiculous highlight, goal, assist, whatever it was iconic stuff i i had the pleasure of seeing a couple of those in person and it's just you almost you almost expect it from crosby like when he's in behind the net you're like okay he's gonna put it off the goalie skate he's gonna put it off the goalie's back and he does like he always tries for it and it works so like why not catch catch the defense off guard put it in the net no one plays behind the net better than crosby he passes it off the back of the net to himself oh go on all day but it just seemed like in 2018 it was like every goal number three and this is i think everyone will be in in agreement on um the year that he basically missed an entire year due to his concussions back in like 2010 11 um or maybe even 2012 uh the game he came back against the islanders scored a goal he ended up having a four-point night but he had the first goal of the game and the celebration and just what it meant for Pittsburgh to be like, Crosby is back. We are back was just one of the greatest sports moments in Pittsburgh. Just to get our guy back. He meant everything to the team. He had won a cup 18 months earlier for us and just, oh, amazing. It was just, and you know, ever, ever since then, he's relatively been okay he's had a couple bumps and bruises along the way he missed 28 games last year you know that happens he's human people get injured not everyone's patrick marlowe that plays a million games without getting hurt you know but luckily for the past seven eight years it's been kept to a minimum he's been there for the biggest moments good or bad but um hopefully he can play a few more years free of injury see what happens they just Shook down the whole team in the offseason. Matt Murray got traded and Patrick Hornquist got shipped out. And Crosby, the nucleus of the team, is still there. We'll see what happens. As I say about star players like Crosby or even like in other sports, Tom Brady or 
or let's say LeBron James in basketball or you know, baseball, you can't really say. But if you've got a player like that, your team's got a chance. From day one, you know your team has a chance to win the championship. And with Crosby on our team, he sets the tone in the locker room. He brings the talent on the ice. And the other team knows. Be on the lookout. This team is for real. So we'll see what happens. Um, number two is obviously <clears throat> not one, not two, but three Stanley Cup lifts. Especially number three, to me personally, was the greatest one. The first two, I wasn't able to watch the clinching games live uh, for whatever reasons. But Penguins Predators, game six, not only did I watch it live, I watched it in the Penguins rink. While they were in Nashville, they had the watch party in Pittsburgh. We watched it on the Jumbotron with the full rink, 20,000 fans screaming their head off. Um, I brought my three-month-old baby, had the noise-canceling headphones on her, brought my wife, brought you know a whole crew of people. It was $10, $10 admission. Money went to a charity for the Lemieux Foundation. But finally, finally got to see the Pens win it live you know, in real time, and that was to complete the back-to-back. They scored the game-winning goal with 90 seconds left, and it just blew the roof off of, off of the console energy center. It was just unreal moment, unreal stuff. So, obviously, the three Stanley Cups are the greatest Crosby moments because that's what hockey's all about. But my personal... Best moment with Sidney Crosby is obviously the night that I met Sidney Crosby. I was out at the bar with four or five of my buddies. We were watching the NCAA championship. And I looked to my left, noticed this kid sitting over on on you know in the corner by a booth. And I'm like, you know what? This that guys, that guy looks like Brian Gibbons. He was a player who had been playing on Crosby's line. He wasn't so great, but I guess they, they threw him on Sidney Crosby's line in an attempt to, to get more production out of him, or maybe Crosby just liked how he played and wanted him on his line, whatever it is. So I kind of recognized him. He wasn't really a, a star player that you would just recognize. But I look over, I'm like, guys, is that Gibby? And none of them even knew who that was. And in that moment, some guy who was standing kind of in between our entourage and theirs like took a step to his left, and I see Crosby and like five penguins all sitting there in the corner i'm like guys the penguins are here crosby's right over there i start freaking out obviously fanboying and everything um everyone else a couple of them were pens fans they're like mystified and like oh my god it's it's crosby so no one really wanted to go over and talk to them but i'm like you know what can't miss this opportunity so i walk over like you know whatever i'm like hey guys who we rooting for tonight? And it was Crosby, it was James Neal, Paul Martin, Robert Bertuzzo, Bo Bennett, and, and Brian Gibbons. Yes, I still remember them. Um, and they all look at Crosby for like to see if like they're allowed to to like answer me. And Crosby answers, he's like, Yeah, we're rooting for uh, Connecticut the huskies i'm like nice man me too i spent a couple years in, in new haven and whatever 
So I was like, yeah, you know, I made super small talk. And I'm like, all right, guys, I'm not going to bother you. See you on the ice Wednesday. I walked away, whatever. That was my big moment. And it, and it got better. So another one of my friends sitting to, you know, sitting with, sit, sees that sitting two booths over from them. All of a sudden he's like, guys, that's Darrell Revis. And we're like, what? We all look. And Darrell Revis, he's actually from right outside of Pittsburgh. So that made sense for him to be hanging out in Pittsburgh. He was there with his posse and we, you know, and my friend who was a Patriots fan and Revis had just signed with the Patriots that off season. Um, my friend's like, God, it's Darrell Revis. And he goes over to him and he starts up the conversation and our whole crew walks over and Darrell Revis was very personable. He was schmoozing with us. He was talking us up. We start talking about how we're Jewish and we've got the beards because he had a beard. And then he's like, guys, I've made my money. I've done it all. Now I need my ring. That's why I'm signing with the Patriots. And he actually went on to win the Super Bowl that year with uh, this was 2000 and um, it was 2014. And he won the 14-15 Super Bowl um, with the Patriots. And eventually Crosby and Revis realized that like two superstars we're sitting right near each other and, and Crosby was, you know, ushered over and we saw them kind of meet each other and schmooze for a second. And then at the end of the night, after the game, before they left, we're like, okay, you know, Hey guys, what's going on? We talked them up. We got a picture with Crosby and you know, we were like, all right, guys, cause it was almost playoff time. It was a couple games left to the playoffs. Penguins had done really hot. We're like, all right, guys, bring home the cup. And it was just, Super, you know, super exciting. I was like, just like in awe of Crosby the whole time. And it was really, I was able to see for myself how true it is that like everyone's like, oh, Crosby, he's so nice. He actually cares about the fans. He, he treats us with respect and stuff. He's not, he doesn't hold himself in like this ego and higher than ever. Crosby was like, all the other players were kind of like, oh, who is this guy talking to us? But like, they looked to Crosby to be like, what do we do? And he was just like, this guy's a person. He's talk like he's talking to us. We'll talk back. So he, you know, he answered and just the whole night we're like, Hey, we got a picture. And he's like, yeah, like he didn't even have it in him to be like, leave me alone. I want to go home. That's not who he was. He was about the fans and, and it's just, it's not fake. Crosby really just, he's done every single thing. Right. And that's just, I'm sure ever since he was five, eight, ten years old, living up in north in Canada, just like dreaming of of being this of this person, his whole life has been to be that, and it really came true. And just super, I just love Sidney Crosby, love rooting for him, and wearing his name on my back when I go to work in Philadelphia. And everyone gets to say, "Oh, cry baby, make me a pizza." <laughs> but uh, no, anyways, Sid. Hope you win us a couple more cups and stay healthy for many more years because I am nowhere emotionally ready to to watch you retire. So keep on keep on rocking the world, Sid. Anyways, that's all for today. If you enjoy the show, take us take a look on Instagram at IET Podcast or follow the page on Facebook. Facebook.com slash IET podcast. I put out one or two posts a week, just kind of saying something 
a birthday for the day or just a little bit of content or, you know, let you know what's coming up on the show. I have one more episode after today. Next next Friday, it's coming out. And that will be the end of season one. We take a break. Not sure how long yet. I'll let you know next week. But we are going to come back even stronger and better for season two when it comes back. Um, anyways, uh, guys, as always, if you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. I just passed 200 listens, 200 plays this week between all the episodes, and I really appreciate it. It's keeping me going because I didn't know if I would get five listens. So the fact that it's hundreds and not just like my two two of my brothers and one friend and one cousin's pet listening, it really means a lot. So I'm going to keep on putting out these episodes and we'll see what happens. Otherwise, peace out. Thank you.